Richard Mayley left shaken up when visited in bed by a ghost with wife Judy. Why Kate Middleton made daring decision to ditch handbag and avoid added fuss. Elon Musk and Grimes' son, X-Ash A12, makes a rare and adorable appearance during Dad's Zoom presentation. Welcome, sit down and roll up your arm for a booster dose to barely contain the online showbiz journalism podcast, which may leave you feeling a little numb. I'm Matt Withers, and I'm joined, as ever, by Chris Beckett. Hello, Matt. Jabs to Gooden. <laughs> Off the top of your cranium. I know. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on fire. <laughs> right. Uh, well, there's no. There's no point just uh, having small talk, Chris. People are here for one reason and one reason only, and that's to hear some of the best celebrity journalism that's been online in the past 14 days. And I believe you're starting with a little reality TV show that's starting this weekend. Yes, exactly. So we are going back, not to the jungle, but back to a a castle in Wales. And one of the um, celebrities set to do battle is going to be Richard Maidley. Um, Now, in the Express's uh, online site by Holly Beale, we have the story Richard Maidley left shaken up when visited in bed by a ghost with wife Judy. This sounds like it's going to be a good one. Richard Maidley claimed he and wife Judy Finnegan were once visited by a ghost during a city break in Paris. Wow. Now, they've not specified whether they were on the city break, the ghost was on the city break, (laughs) how this was all working. Hold on. I think the ghost is here. (laughs) I've missed that sound effect. Richard Maidley, 65, has revealed he and Judy Finnegan, 73, were once visited by a ghost whilst they were in bed. Richard is currently gearing up to enter Gwirrick Castle in North Wales for I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. A a creditable stab. Um, Gwirrick. Gwirrick. Oh, apologies. Apologies to uh, any uh, any North Walian listeners. Um, The Good Morning Britain presenter said, I could see what I thought was Judy sitting with her back to me on her side of the bed as if she was going about to go to the loo or something, but she didn't move. I slid my hand across the bed to pat her on the back, but I couldn't get my hand across the bed because the real Judy was laying next to me. Wow. We're getting a little insight here into the uh, the bedroom routine of Richard and Judy. There's a bit of back patting that goes on. <laughs> soothing you're I doing a good job my hand <laughs> you're good sleeping judy <laughs> i couldn't move my hand across the mattress and so there was a hunched figure sitting on the far side of the bed and it was such a shock i made a strange inarticulate noise he told the mail online for anyone who's not uh, familiar with uh, Richard Maidley and uh, strange inarticulate noises, they're, they're pretty much his MO. Yeah, I mean, we we were talking in the week. I was looking at the stats for uh, this podcast. So we, we know that we haven't 
oddly large proportion of listeners in India, where Richard Maidley perhaps isn't the household figure that he is in the UK, Chris? How how would you describe uh, yeah. the, the Maidley oeuvre? Well, I would say, um, you know, on one hand, trying to be very much a, a kind of man of the people, quite quite professional, but on the other hand, slightly embarrassing. Like, <laughs> you know, a, a member of the family that you, you don't really want to kind of pipe up during, during dinner table conversation. Yep. And yet, curiously, um, <laughs> it's allowed to host live television programmes. Yeah. Richard claimed the noise he made shocked the ghost who stood up with ridiculous speed and shot across the room. I've got to say, this is an unlikely tale. He will be hitting screens from tomorrow in I'm a Celebrity, set once again at Gwirik Castle. Richard will be joined by the likes of journalist Louise Minchin, former Strictly judge Dame Arlene Phillips, comedian Matty Lee, and singer Frankie Bridge in the Welsh Castle. You may have spotted uh, an unusual one in there, Chris. Um, Matty Matty Lee, you've described foremost here as a comedian. I would say he's best known for his Olympic diving. Is that is that who yeah. he is? Yeah, he's, he's Tom Tom is it Tom Davis Daly Tom Daly Tom Daly. Yeah, he's, he's his he's his partner when they do the doubles diving. Yeah, I but you know how he he's always sort of like slightly lampooning Daly. <laughs> yeah, he just tells him a little quip in his ear. Yeah. They, uh, even even though they're sort of doing it in synchro, he does it in a bit of a sarcastic, <laughs> withering way. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he is a comedian, but I, I would say that probably he was hired the show on the strength of his Olympic prowess. <laughs> well, you know, let's not, let's not prejudge. Ahead of entering the camp, Richard said, I love watching I'm a Celebrity. Judy and I both adore the show. So interesting and funny. <laughs> but when I watch it, and occasionally from time to time, I won't name any names, you see a, in quotes, celebrity who clearly doesn't want to be there, and they get themselves into a terrible state. They start wailing and moaning, and they're moaning about the hunger and moaning about that trial, and you go, well, what the F did you go in for? Surely you understand what this programme was. Yeah, I mean, hashtag spoiler alert, a lot of these people either have huge tax bills or are going through (laughs) expensive divorces. I mean, I would say... You know, I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of weeks down the line we're commenting on a story involving Richard Maidley wailing (laughs) and complaining about being hungry. Yeah. Talking about ghosts. The 65-year-old added, I'm sure there'll be nobody there like that this time, but I can never understand celebrities who from the moment they arrive start complaining because it's meant to be a challenge. Despite hitting out at celebrities who've pr- protested about taking part in challenges, Richard opened up about his greatest fear, which could be an issue. The veteran presenter revealed his ma- biggest worry on the show will be any trial that involves heights, as it is one of his major phobias. Oh. The star also admitted he will miss his wife while competing on the show, revealing it will be the longest time the pair will have spent apart from each other. He said, I'll miss her a huge amount. (laughs) I spend every day of my life with her. I'm working with her or in the house. So I'm already feeling strangely kind of dislocated. She's my right arm. 
and she's not there. Oh, lovely stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we really need to. We need to go on about it, but um, yeah, Richard Madeley and ghosts, everyone. <laughs> and there's just one comment on this story, Matt. Go on. Uh, from uh, Mi- Misty Mountain Hop, who says that was no ghost. That was the mist from Judy's pissed bed. Yeah. Which um, is remarkably unkind, and we shouldn't encourage that kind of thing. No, less of that misty mountain hop. Um, We have no reason to believe that... I don't think we need to go into it, do we? Yeah, exactly. There's there's no incontinence issue here. It's all about the, uh, you know, the ghosts, the spooks, the spectres and the ghouls. So, Matt, let's move away from that because it's a little bit it's a little bit scary. Is there anything, uh, you know, a little bit more based in the non-spectral realm? Yes. Back in the back in the real world, I've been looking at a story on the express.co.uk. Uh, it's by Dorothy Reddin, who I can only assume is, is about 86 years old. Um, <laughs> and, it, and it's headlined why Kate Middleton made daring decision to ditch handbag and avoid added fuss. Yeah, you don't want added fuss. No. I mean, the last thing you need is added fuss. There's enough fuss going (laughs) on at the moment. You don't want to add to it. Mm. Kate Middleton never used to be seen without a small cutch bag. Um, Now, I assume this is a spelling mistake, and it should be clutch bag. Yes, I think that's almost certainly right. Yeah, cutch, of course, um, being the Welsh word for cuddle. Mm. Uh, Did you know that, Chris? I I, I did, Matt, yes. (laughs) Okay. One of my one of my few Welsh Welsh words. Kate Middleton never used to be seen without a small clutch bag, often clasped in front of her with both hands to show off her sapphire engagement ring. Okay. In recent weeks, Kate Middleton, thirty nine, has been spotted on royal engagements without a bag in hand. Last Hang week, on. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. bag. No bag. <laughs> Bagless. Last, last week, when the Duchess of Cambridge in te- attended the Imperial War Museum in London to open two new galleries, she was without a handbag. Out of respect. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, earlier this year, her signature clutch was notably absent when she wore the red carpet for both the James Bond premiere and Earthshot Prize. What on earth Out of going respect. on? Out of respect. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's spoil, spoiler alert again. Uh, he's dead. <laughs> in case you haven't seen the new Bond film. Oh, hang on. Come in case on. you haven't seen the new Bond film, he's Ooh, dead. He's not it. This is this is you know. I mean, I think we we're playing Russian roulette here <laughs> with our with our small li- listenership. If you've not seen the film yet, you're not going to. Um, he snuffed it. Blimey. <laughs> yeah, I'm going all controversial this fortnight. Wow. Yep. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, listeners. Back on topic. Stylists have now revealed how the decision could be more than just a fashion choice, according to stylish Hannah Eichler. She told the Daily Mail... So this is the Express just cutting and pasting from the Daily Mail. She told the Daily Mail, Mm. 
Now that Kate has been a pivotal part of the royal family for over a decade, she no longer needs tricks to draw attention away from shaking hands and instead is at ease with public speaking. Yeah, she's kind of like the, the, the kind of the quarterback these days. You know, she just sort of sits in front, <laughs> occasionally yes. plays a, you know, an outstanding pass. So, right, so she's not carrying a bag because she doesn't need tricks to draw attention away from shaking hands, um, which I've got to say makes no sense whatsoever to me. But we, I mean, are they saying she's nervous shaking hands? Presumably that rather than any other thing that might cause shaking hands. Um, I mean, I, I took it to mean that she's shaking hands with people, um, but no, perhaps it's her hands that are shaking. Um, oh, oh, what? So she, it's almost an excuse. Oh, no, I can't shake your hands. Sorry, I'm yeah, holding I've got your a bag. bag. <laughs> I'd love to shake your hands, but I've got a bag. I mean, I would, I would do that to be air fair. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna look at clutch bags after this. Yeah, I mean, well, we she could just bump elbows. That, that's been a thing yeah. over the last eighteen months, hasn't it? But absolutely, or the old uh, touch of touch of toes, or touch of feet. If, what? Have you been touching people? <laughs> Have you been greeting no, people no, by touching their feet? Like, you, know, you kind of, you do sort of shoe, shoe on shoe contact. Do you? Yes, I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's a thing. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> According to Hannah. My hands are shaking now. <laughs> well, quite rightly. According to Hannah, Kate has become much more confident. And so using her hands to express how she's feeling allows the Duchess to connect more to people. Oh, <laughs> she's become, you know, like, kind of really European. She's talking with her hands. She's, yep. Like, yeah. Like, like an Italian. Exactly. Meanwhile, Hannah also revealed Kate's choice of outfits may also impact whether or not she carries a bag. I have <laughs> never heard that idea expressed before. <laughs> crazy. This is crazy talk. The trend for pockets has meant many women can now go hands-free without the need to carry a bag. Wow. Pockets. I, when did that I, creep up on us? I didn't know I was a trendsetter, but I'm pretty confident I had pockets in my trousers when I was at school. Mm. I've always yeah. had pockets. I'm way ahead of the curb. Yeah. Wow. Curvy curb. Kate is often seen wearing coats with disguised pockets where presumably she can keep a limited number of possessions. Yeah, I mean, that dates back to when they used to tax you on the amount of pockets that you had in your clothes. <laughs> yeah, you had to have some dis- you had to get your tailor. Sometimes you bung your tailor a few quid and they'll put like a disguised pocket in there. I love the conjecture as well presumably she can keep a limited <laughs> number of possessions. It's like, yeah, a limited. Well, well the thing is a disguised pocket, you know, you, the first rule of disguised pockets is keep them, keep them small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be walking around with a massive hardback in there. <laughs> the celebrity stylist continued. Kate is also becoming more daring on the fashion front. And as any style expert knows, it's all about letting your look took centre stage. Yeah, don't to... let that bloody handbag upstage you. Well, of course it's the look. It's not going to be the smell. <laughs> you, know, you don't get a stylist and you say, oh, I'm going to the James Bond premiere tonight and I, I, I really, really need to smell right. 
for for the record, Kate Middleton, I am sure is is very much minty fresh and delightfully scented, kind of you know armpit wise. Yeah, I would imagine so. She looks she looks like a, a a woman who showers on a daily basis. Hmm. Take the Jenny Packham gown she wore to the Bond premiere. Any additional accessories would have detracted from her look and added fuss to an otherwise high maintenance look. Yeah, it would have. I mean, that that's clear to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what kind of accessories um, that she might have on. Um, a badge, maybe like a coal not dull badge. Baseball cap. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe some hankies given given the massive spoiler you've <laughs> you've given. I'd love I'd love her to rock up to the premiere in a baseball cap, a coal knot double badge, and a load of hankies. <laughs> to be fair, that would have added fuss to an otherwise high maintenance look. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. In recent months, the Duchess stepped out without a handbag on multiple occasions. Hmm. Weeks after returning to royal duty after a summer break in September, it's a very unusual time to have your summer break, but after her yeah. summer break in September, Kate arrived at the RAF Air Cadets Windermere Adventure Training Centre wearing a smart blazer and a pair of black jeans. I mean, Roy- no, no diss to the uh, Windermere, Windermere Adventure Training <laughs> Centre, but that only sounds, uh, you know, like a, a sort of stone's throw away from like a jungle gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does actually. Yeah, <laughs> the royal finished the look with her two hundred and fifty pound brown suede sea by Chloe boots, which featured leather trim detailing on a round toe lace up base. She decided not to carry a bag on the occasion. Yeah, she continued the trend when she stepped out for the James Bond premiere alongside Prince Charles, Camilla, and Prince William on September the twenty eighth. Mother of three, Kate, dazzled at the event in a custom Jenny Packham embellished gown, which is usually priced at £2,800. Bloody hell. I, I know. Mean, that's why I only go from the uh, crisp Packham range. <laughs> yeah. Which, curiously, are all real fur. <laughs> yeah, 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 you wouldn't have thought it. No, honestly. Um, and, and elephant skin. He's big on his elephant skin. <laughs> yeah, it's just all ivory. <laughs> Featuring cape sleeve detailing and structured shoulders, she teamed her dress with bespoke £290 Onitar earrings, which were made in Pakistan by the South Asian luxury kishore label. Um, (laughs) Excessive detail. Great detail. Excessive detail. (laughs) While Camilla carried a small silver clutch, the Duchess of Cambridge opted to go without. Weeks later, as she attended the Earthshot Prize Awards, she also chose not to carry a handbag. This is becoming a trend. (laughs) It's also not on the red... It's also not just on the red carpet where Kate has ditched her handbags. When visiting University College London in October, she recycled an old Zara hands tooth dress, but avoided carrying a bag. Mm. Meanwhile... It was a similar story at the Royal Botanic Gardens queue in South London when she joined Prince William to take part in a Generation Earthshot event. Uh, and that's the end of that story. Um, just one comment. It's from Pete wow. Decab. 
And Pete said there were just so many to choose from, and the lucky whose job it was, he got the sack, had sneaked off for a crafty smoke. And I, I don't know, if, again, if that's conjecture, a little bit of inside information. The, from, I mean, uh, that sounds very much like conjecture. Yeah. Pete's in cab. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems unlikely that mm. the person whose job it is to choose Kate's uh, bag got the sack for going for a cigarette. But then why would you make it up? Why would you make it up? Yeah. It, uh, yeah. I mean, who are we to judge? Finally, Chris, I believe you've got a story from the Mail Online and space botherer Elon Musk. Yeah, and I don't believe we've talked about him before. This is uh, by Ashley Gray for DailyMail.com. Elon Musk and Grimes' son, XAshA12, makes a rare and adorable appearance during Dad's Zoom presentation. Well, is that the correct pronunciation then? I did. I looked it, I, I looked it up, yeah. So apparently it's XAshA12. Okay. Um, and A12 is apparently elon's contribution to the name so i looking at it it looks like x a e a hyphen x i i which would be a ridiculous name but x ash a 12 i mean that's relatively normal isn't it yeah the interesting thing though is this if you type in uh, x a e a uh, x 12 um on mortal Kombat, you uh you, you can do the finishing move <laughs> Oh, one, one for the teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> it's rare that we get to see him on daddy duty, but on Wednesday, 50-year-old Elon Musk couldn't help but wear a proud smile on his face as he held his music artist Grimes' son, ex-Ash A12, in his lap. Just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> in a rare and adorable appearance, the happy one-year-old blabbered during his multi-billionaire dad's virtual business presentation. A very similar style of uh, presenting to Richard Maidley. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Musk looked professional in a button-up white shirt and dark grey blazer. His dark hair was brushed back and he sat at a desk in an office space. Yeah, essentially, it's a man in a suit in an office. Great description. Musk was on the conference call to share an update on his reusable spacecraft Starship while speaking at the National Academy of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine. As someone on the call attempted to correct the audio of an introductory video, the blonde toddler entertained with indistinct chatter and expressive faces. Again, classic Maidley. <laughs> Eventually, someone entered the room and took the tot away so his busy dad could get back to work. <laughs> good good use of tot. It's a very 80s tabloid term, isn't it? Tot. <laughs> We've called him baby too many times. <laughs> Elon and Grimes welcomed X in May 2020, making headlines for giving the baby an unusual name. When the baby was still a newborn, the Tesla CEO told the New York Times about his minimal role. Babies are just eating and pooping machines, you know. Right now, there's not much I can do. <laughs> I mean, is he Elon talking about his minimal role or the baby's minimal role? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah, it's not clear. He's putting a lot of pressure on, on, the, young, on the young nipper to, to play an active part in the, uh, you know, in the stewardship of Tesla. <laughs> he continued, Grimes has a much bigger role than me right now. 
when the kid gets older, there will be more of a role for me. It's got a very transactional uh, approach to fatherhood. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny that. You wouldn't have thought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks like a, a man with a lot of love to give, but apparently not. Before becoming father to X, Musk already had six other children from previous relationships. The UPenn graduate and the music producer ended their romantic relationship in September after a three-year run. Again, unusual phraseology, isn't it? Like, theatre shows have have runs. Would you refer Hmm. to a relationship as having a three-year run? Yeah, it wasn't like they were on, they were just on stage for the entire length of their relationship. The two remain amicable as they co-parent their son. We are semi-separated, but still love each other, see each other frequently, and are on great terms, the entrepreneur said in a statement. It's mostly that my work at SpaceX and Tesla requires me to be primarily in Texas or traveling overseas, and her work is primarily in LA. She's staying with me now, and Baby X is in the adjacent room. He remarked about the status of their relationship. Baby X cannot be named for legal reasons. (laughs) Yeah. Baby X. And that is actually it. That's what Xmas uh, celebrates. It's the birth of Baby X. Yeah, very much so. And there are a lot of comments on this one. Very much, uh, you know, uh, the male male online does tend to get the most uh, in the way of comments. Let's have a look at some of those. Um, One is Tucker77, who just says, cute child. Yep, we've got Lily James in West London, who says, kids are the future and should be included in our everyday lives. There's a massive taboo still in many Western countries about having kids in a career. This is a beautiful moment with the most successful businessman in the world. You can have it all. Ah, oh, that's quite, quite heartwarming. And Jay Bobby Ball, D- 75. <laughs> not, not that one, I would suggest. Is it pronounced as S-E-X-Y, sexy? How inappropriate. Uh, No, it's not, Bobby. And uh, JW81 in Glasgow, and I have literally no idea what this means, says, thought it was a round Schwarzenegger. (laughs) No idea. idea. I I mean, I'm presuming that was, uh, that's an autocorrect saying that Musk looks like Arnie. But he doesn't. No, well, he doesn't, obviously. (laughs) But Bob... Bob Bobbins <laughs> says, Elon reminds me of my ex, looks wise, minus 20 years. Disturbing. <laughs> yes, it is. And uh, yeah, I mean, on that bombshell, we maybe have to uh, love you and leave you this we, week. We will, um, uh, Chris. Uh, but in, in the interregnum between now and episode 52 how might the listeners uh, engage with us in the social sphere well yeah um they can look us up on twitter at barely underscore pod or they can uh, visit us on facebook which is barely contained the podcast um which features a bit more uh, in a way of extra clips bloopers you know they're kind of added content that you would expect yes indeed and uh Please do uh, like and subscribe and review on whatever platform you're currently listening to us on, be that Apple or Google or Amazon or Spotify. Uh, five stars, please. Uh, and then just tell your, tell your friends, tell your colleagues, um, and just get the word out there about Barely Contained. Yeah. And if you're, uh, if you're Chris Pack and we were only joking, just, uh, <laughs> yeah. just in case. Yeah. Keep up the good work, Chris. 
keep fighting the good fight. Okay. Well, we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.